Yo, listen, this is Platinum Max, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, the worst podcast on the internet. Except for the end. Except for the end, where I do the outro. Taking your way in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you are our mom. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things on the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review of AIW's Ether. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email if you so choose a desire, wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at watermaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a review of AIW's Ether. And we're kind of having a repeat from last week. So you got myself and you got Charlie Butters. Hey, I'm back again, like an official co host or something. You know, I have thought about that because, like, you are like Mr. Dependable. Just being like, why don't we just do the podcast from now on? But I still kind of look at it as like, this is my responsibility. So I should be the one that worries about it every week. And then that's why I have people come in and out. Hey man, I, uh, I'm always here. Like I said, like I'm unofficial. Uh, I got my hand in like eight other things right now behind the scenes. So I'll be here when you need me. And, uh, yeah, you know, how many hands do you have? Cause I figure you only get like one hand in one thing, one hand in the other. So like, how, do, how, do, how does mean, that work? You octopus? I mean, it's possible. Like I, I could you know, secretly be like an octopus or some type of reptile that people don't know. Ah, you're a lizard person. That explains it. Possibly, yes. All right, we got... It would explain why I'm so cold-blooded. <laughs> All right. We've got an AIW Ether. Um, uh, thoughts on the show as a whole before we get into it? So it's my first show at the Winchester. Um, interesting venue. Uh, I did try the wings because, you know, I you hear the hype and then you hear like they were really bad the last time so i tried them i will say they were the biggest wings i've ever had from a place so i can understand why they were relatively expensively priced for six of them however when i get buffalo wings and they have like the lightest like glaze of buffalo sauce and they're not like full-on dipped in some buffalo sauce pretty shitty uh so that like a negative five for me on the on the food scale out of like 10 to start uh so i'm gonna give them like a three out of 10 total um because like i ended up just like dipping them in ranch which i know we have our ranch haters uh that listen it was what i had to do unfortunately um yeah so that, that was about it for for that uh the venue itself going into the back uh with the ring and everything was nice it did get really crowded um which did make me uneasy uh since you know 
numbers are still like really high and everything. So, but I did wear my mask the whole show. Um, it is what it is. I'm, I'm still good. I didn't get sick. Thank God. So, uh, overall, I probably won't go back unless there's somebody really big that I want to see that's making their debut there. Um, but I, I do enjoy being able to like hopefully watch them on Thursday nights if they're going to be on IWTV in the future. So the thing that I like about for me with my job and my current schedule is it's like a half hour drive or so. So mm-hmm. I had a quick change, luckily, because it's winter. Like the only thing I actually changed was my hoodie. I still had like my work shirt underneath it and my work boots and uh, my work jeans. So it's a little bit easier compared to when we get into the summer months when I do like to like change my shirt to change my shoes and change different pair of jeans. Uh, the thing that I'm, I learned about, I shouldn't say I learned, but this is like one of those days I'm like, I have to because I am coming straight from work and normally like I eat dinner at a certain time. I, purposely packed extra things on my lunch for me to eat on the way there. And then I grabbed some stuff from the work vending machine for on the way back. So I wasn't starving. And like I had a bottle of flavored water, like the carbonated flavored water, not the seltzer, but the the other kind fucking like I damn near chugged it after getting back to my car after the show. Cause I didn't spend anything there on food or drinks. Just went in, Watch the show, did a meet and greet, that's it. And then for me too, like going back to the, the meet and greet thing is like, yep, I met Max Caster. Obviously, the cool thing that I like is maybe it's because I'm in the Major Wrestling Figure podcast group. So he sees my post because he is in there too. And I did like tag him being excited for for Ether that like when he seen me, he instantly recognized me and knew that I was, you know, the guy from Wrestling Cheers that he did the song for. So we like talked about that for a little bit. I did ask him the big question of like if I could ever get him in for an interview. And he basically explained no, because I don't know if I mentioned this. I know I said privately, but I don't know if I mentioned on the show. Like I did the same thing for Ethan Page. And Ethan Page kind of gave me a heads up of what AEW is like. And I I somewhat expected it because it's the same thing like WWE too, where if you want an interview with a wrestler, you have to go through like their media department. And you know, that's a good filter for, you know, of who they think is worthy or not. And as, as much as, you know, I like my interview style, I'm still like, I don't do numbers or anything. So they're not going to like pick me. And the, the thing is that I think that is different from WWE is in WWE, if you are a wrestler and like you want to push a podcast through, you can. Ethan kind of explained to me that he, he doesn't even think he can do that at AEW. So I figured uh, same thing with Max, but I did talk to him about it. And he said too, uh, later when I talked to him about it, like he said, like, I don't, he doesn't really do interviews anymore now, which makes sense for his character and everything. But having, having some time to just like talk to him in general, like I'm a person that legitimately like, likes some of his music, like outside mm-hmm. of, of wrestling. Like he's done, like there's, there is an album you can find online that is like an acclaimed album, but like, Literally, like, I have a 40-minute drive uh, to and from work, and, like, when it came out, I listened to it on the way home, and, like, I finished it in 40 minutes, and all the songs were short, so it wasn't as fun, but, like, he has other songs, and he actually has a song that I always recommend people to listen to. He did did a song with an artist called No Thanks, N-O-T-H-X, and it's on, like, a three-song EP, 
and he has like the first verse in it and it's good. Like I think a, a lot of people that would, I wouldn't maybe necessarily agree with music taste or rap taste, they would like it too. Um, I forget the name of the song off, off of the top of my head, but like the, the three, all three tracks are good. And like, I love Max's verse and he explained to me too, which I thought this was cool. That song was actually recorded in like 2012, but it wasn't, it wasn't put out officially until 2015. And then that's when like, like, no, things got a hold of him. And he was like, Hey, I'm going to actually like put this song out now. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but obviously if you've heard this episode, you, you started from the beginning and listened at the intro, you know that I did, did get a soundbite from Max. He tried to bash the show, but then I pointed out to him that, yeah, you're also at the end of every show. So he had to like highlight that part. <laughs> but that's the only uh, meet and greet or anything that I did. There's one that we'll get to later on because they were a surprise. And, you know, if you know anything about me when it comes to AIW, if there's like a surprise, like those are always fun. So one surprise, last minute replacement and fucking I got excited. It was great. <laughs> and obviously you didn't really do any meet and greet or anything no i went over and bullshitted with the production that was about it your norm yeah my normal you know oh and uh i did uh stand with with calvin and, and make fun of casey carrington for a minute so that was kind of funny casey Cal- kept asking for security and i was like you're a wrestler why do you need security be a man calvin who calvin klein <laughs> calvin klein was there yeah Oh, Tankman. I didn't see Tankman there. Oh, my. All right, let's uh, let's get to the first match. And I'm not going to use this one this week, even though I'm going to use it right now just to play it. Jay-Z. We'll go with the, the classic. Ether started off with Big Twan Tucker versus the Weirdster, Evan Ambrose. And uh, do we want to get into the fact now? I didn't tally mine up, but this was the beginning of a bad night for picks for you. <laughs> yeah, I went uh, three and six. So, yeah. yeah. And then, like, well, a three, six, and one, because technically you can't count the uh, the unannounced tag match. But, True. yeah, I mean, ugh, it was rough. It was real rough. And it, it started with this match because nobody <laughs> expected fucking the weirdster to pull it off but i i will say this and obviously i could i could say it now in hindsight and people can be like oh you're making it up but there was something about like all right last time we were at the winchester or not the winchester uh, one of the last times we seen the weirdster was versus isaiah broner and you know fucking broner mopped the floor with the weirdster so mm-hmm. looking looking at this match it kind of felt the same it's like oh it's going to be you know another kind of match like that for for the weirdster but Something told me, nah, like that's what it's supposed to look like. But fucking weirdster is gonna pull it off. But I, I doubted it. I, I was like, nah, like fucking Big Twan, you know, Big Twan making maybe a little comeback. We'll see him on more shows. And if, no, like the match is only fucking like two minutes long. Uh, pulling up cage match, it was officially almost three minutes, two fifty. So yeah, fucking the weirdster fucking pulled it off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got nothing else to say about this match except for, you know... I thought it was funny when he just, like, basically climbed around Twan like a spider monkey. That's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. Th- there there was that moment, like, too, with, like, you know, Twan's getting aggravated. And, like, you know, Weirdster fucking won't die. You know, even yep. I, I yelled out to him, like, you know, stop playing. And, you know, you kind of repeated it. <laughs> you, know, stop, you know, stop playing with me. And fucking... That fucking pulled off. Uh, to me, this was a... Uh, 
This is a good way to start the show. Also, too, uh, minor update to the Weirdsters theme. It was like, yeah, it was like a, a, a remix, probably a custom tour. We can't get it on our on the playlist, but nonetheless, yeah, you got some Danny DeVito in there and good stuff. So, yeah, I have an Ambrose uh, pin Twan Tucker for the win. Let's move on to the next one. Next up, we had Megan Myers versus the debuting Katie Arquette. And one thing about this match, like it went on for almost 10 minutes. So going from like a match that was like shorter to this one was kind of an interesting pace. And we got to experience more from Katie instead of like a, like a quicker match. So I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this too. And this is kind of like breaking some walls down. But if you go to, you go to a show, you will experience this. Katie in the ring and out of the ring is like two different people. Like she plays a really good heel, but at the merch table, she's legitimately probably one of the nicest uh, wrestlers I've ever met. And that's, I mean, there's a lot out there that are so nice, but I, you see that character contrast mm-hmm. and it's one thing I, I respect about her. So was, uh, was yeah. this, was this your first time seeing Katie Arquette or did you, have you seen her elsewhere? Uh, that's my first time seeing her live. Uh, but like Megan Myers really impressed me. She really, uh showed out in this match and like she's improved even though she hasn't been around she's definitely uh improved still um from the last time we saw her um and i thought she did great i mean katie was okay but megan really impressed me so yeah and we've had the the benefit to or or whatever of not we haven't seen megan since end of end of was end end of july if i'm correct uh, it was the Asha Bula show. I think that was in was that in August. Maybe it was the end of July. Oh, it was. Uh, it was mid August. For uh, in my head, I was thinking it was towards the end of the month, end of July. But no, or no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. No, I'm right. Yeah, I looked at the North Canton Street Festival, and that's that was mid August, uh, July 31st. Okay. So we haven't seen her since. And what would even what even was that? Match? That was a. Uh, Oh yeah, Riley Rose versus Casey Carrington versus Frankie Flynn versus Megan Myers. I think I want to say was that the that was the last time we saw Frankie Flynn. Yep. I don't I don't I don't really have much else to add on this match. I but it does seem like we are really adding to this division more and more. I hope Katie impressed enough to come back. Maybe it is more Winchester shows because I mean I feel like a part of this card was pretty Pittsburgh heavy. Well, they talked about like having different carloads from different regions too. So, I mean, this time it was them. Maybe next time we get people from the south and from the Midwest, uh, or from like further east. Like you never know, like where they could come from. So, I'm definitely hoping for like a southern carload with possibly uh, guys like uh, Adam uh, Priest. I think that'd be really cool. Um, that would probably get me back to the Winchester. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering. If there's going to be a new talent initiative this year. If there is, I already told Jayhawk yes to do it. So, yeah. Because he could have definitely uh, been on the show. Because I don't know, like, is that something that we would still do with COVID or or not? Like, obviously, AIW will let us know if that's happening. But normally it happens roughly this time of year. I think last year, or I say last year, last time, two years ago, was March. I think that could your show what's that it was the last show before covid shut everything down so it was the february show of 2020 
I thought it was early March. Mm, March is when everything shut down. So mid March, because we had Gauntlet coming up and we didn't get that. So you're right. It was the 22nd of February. Yeah. The one before was the one before that. Roughly this time. I want to say it was early because I remember it was also February. Yeah. Literally, uh, one one day later on February 23rd. God, there's a lot of great. Great debuts in a lot of these matches. Looking at both mm-hmm. of them. But anyway, um, so obviously it's not happening in February this year, if it's happening, but I'm under the impression that a lot of things are changing this year in AIW of like when we're used to having stuff. So it could still it could still be in play for a different time of year. Because maybe too, having a new talent initiative in the middle of February when weather can be pretty bad, as we're recording this on a day that we both had snow days. And granted, this is only January. So, yeah, maybe having it at a better time of year would help. Maybe. So, yeah, uh, I love seeing some new faces in AIW. And for this night, this is just tip of the iceberg. Well, this match also put me at uh, 0-2. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, a debut win here from Katie would be pretty awesome, too. But, yeah, Megan, Megan pulled it off and pinned Katie for the win. Let's move on to the next one. Next up, we had the Vaughn England's Sid and Eden versus Bulking Season Chuck Stone and Arthur McArthur. And this this was was a, another fun match. So there's just something about watching like Chuck wrestle. He has improved so much since the beginning of uh, last year. And that's not a knock towards him. I'm not saying like he ever he was bad, but like there's just like he added, I think, more intensity. Simply, just simply that. And now, like, I look forward to a bulking season match. And, like, I mean, there's nothing against Arthur. I think Arthur's great, too. But there's something about Chuck. And if Chuck does not get a Haas boot match at one of these shows, I would say that I would write, but I won't. But he needs it. Fuck, he should probably be the one that beats the Duke for the boot. But we'll see. Uh, thoughts on this match? Uh, going in, um, I kind of figured we'd get some USA chance. So we did get those. Um, which was fun. Uh, the Vaughn Englands definitely uh, do a very good job of playing um, heels. Um, I mean, this was kind of what I expected out of the match. It was, you know, it was a decent tag match. There was lots of uh, stuff to keep you entertained throughout. And uh, I, I've got a, I got, you know, now I'm one and two because I, I predicted this one. So we're good. Oh, so that means. Because I don't know what I was, so this makes me 0-3. I know I picked Von England's. Are you sure I thought you picked Weirdster? I'm going to have to go back, but I thought I picked Twan. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I'll review it later, because I, I know it roughly where it is on the on the recording. That's like That was early in the, the episode, I believe. Because I we did it in reverse order of how they were released, like the matches were announced. Right. It just kind of made it easier for what I was doing, so I know that was... One of the last matches announced, so it was early in the episode, but I swear I picked Big Tuan. So if that's true, I'm I'm 0-3 at this point. Uh, the thing that I love about the Von Englands, like I, I do have a, a fandom for a lot of things British, and if you can see Sid elsewhere, like he has shown a lot of different sides. Like I think the first time I saw him in a, a singles match in person, because I can't, I think this was after Go For Broke. He showed a more of a comedy wrestling side, and I loved it. I think he showed a little bit of comedy wrestling at uh, 
old wrestling too, but he can, he can also show this more serious side. And I don't, I don't know. This is just me being nitpicky. Like it's 2022. Can we stop like, like pro USA chance? Cause I saw the other shows with the Von Englands too. And I think I'm, I made the joke was just like, yeah, but how many of these people have Confederate flags at home? Like, yeah, you're pro USA, but not all the way. I don't know. That's just, I don't know. When we do the like USA versus UK thing and we like go to that, I'm like, eh. And this was, this was definitely one of many matches where the crowd comedians were out like crazy. Like this was a, maybe it's because we're in like a smaller venue and everything, but it just seemed horrible. And I know Reese is half the problem too with it. Cause I know he said he was very uh, vocal crowd comedian in this one. Yeah, it really became noticeable in the last match, but then, like, as it went on, like, it, yeah, there was a couple times, but I just uh, ignored it best I could. So, uh, did you enjoy uh, the new facial hair of uh, Sid Von England? Did you oh, enjoy that? You mean the lack thereof? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I did make a comment to him afterwards. Like, at least it's growing in, like, quicker, like, quicker than me, I should say, but, like, it's growing in. At a decent pace, because like, he might have shaved it around Christmas. So I'm thinking he might have, it might be a little bit closer back to normal at the next show. Did you check and see if he shaved his chest hair too? I did not. <laughs> I could have, I could have asked him. And Yeah, yeah, definitely could have. Supposedly. Um, I won't know until a couple weeks, but if I'm correct, uh, the Von Englands might have brought me home some jelly babies. So I'm really happy about that. They said they had them, but they were at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call the FDA and get them involved because those are illegal here. So we're gonna get they, them deported back to the UK. No, 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 no. They're legal to sell. Well, they're not selling them to me. They're giving them to me now. Possession with possession with intent to distribute. How about that? Legal <laughs> possession. <laughs> possession of illegal of a legal chemical. Yep. Yep. Gonna get the FBI involved. Call the CIA. Fucking bloody wanker. Yeah, call them all. You know, call, call all of them. Because USA, US. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just what gets me too. It's like we, we go back to like the uh, British versus the US, but it's like, you know, we've been allies for like a long time. Like, remember the world wars? Yeah, like we were, we were on the same team. But anyway. Yeah, but it's always going to be that like that rivalry. It's like that, that one that will never go away. Like, yeah, we're friends now, but it's still fun to kind of poke fun at. Although they don't even really care about it over there, but you know it's our our big deal here. So, of course, too, I want to point it out uh, again. I think we pointed out on the preview. This was the official show debut of Eden. Yeah, they did a great job. I hope we we see more of the Von Englands as a whole, or even like fuck, we're doing a lot with the women's division. Have Eden in a match? Mm-hmm. We already, I mean, we already know Eden and Jocelyn have had matches, non AIW. Whoop, whoop. So I, I like to I like to see them put in more matches. And that's also them as Eden, but also them as the team. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to this banger. Fucking Zach Nystrom versus Isaiah Broner. Dude, how long is it before Broner's walking around with such championship in AIW? Like the impact. And I say that not pun intended, but also when I think about it, pun intended, with both of the, his last matches in AIW, and really the punching Nystrom and Filthy, like 
and it's starting to become a, a pattern and a signature. So yes, I actually have sort of scouted though. Like he scouted that F five and was able to counter out of it, but he didn't, he didn't counter that clothesline. So, and since I know Isaiah does listen, I, I want to throw a shout out to him for the gear. For those who didn't recognize or didn't pay attention to it, he had Martin Lawrence gear. Yeah. I thought that was cool as fuck. Yeah, I asked uh, to wear his Versace vest, so uh, hopefully I get to do that uh, at a show soon. He's got to pun- He's got to punch you first. That's fine. <laughs> he'll, he'll take it. Just like the shoulder or something. I don't want to get punched in the face. Oh, no, you got to get punched in the face. Oh, come on. We're, we're talking about a pattern and, and his thing. So, like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, once you get revived with, you know, smelling salts and everything, like, we'll, we'll get the picture with you and, and the vest. Be great, uh, Patreon content for IWTV Guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we'll ever do Patreon for IWTV Guy, honestly. Maybe for some other stuff, but not, not IWTV Guy. Uh, this, this also too was a match where I was scared of the ring. Because when one of them hit the ropes, like, oh, fuck, <laughs> it was scary. I figured the ring was going to be fine because during um, Chuck's comeback in the last match, uh, he hit the turnbuckle and like hopped up on it and that made everybody gasp. But like it was fine after. And I'm like, OK, if they can survive that, we'll be fine. So maybe I'm thinking that, that survived all the way through. So maybe I'm thinking that match, too. Because I think, yeah, when Chuck hit the ropes, that, there was definitely like, oh, oh. but then yeah, like, like this, this match too. To like hop up and do his like, uh, like drop down on the person, it, you heard like a crack. So like, not like a weld broke or something. So, so yeah, the fucking. But yeah, this match. Whew. Now I watched this back on IWTV because like everybody was like, oh, you got to check out the commentary. Like Steve Guy did commentary with Wadsworth. And like Jocelyn did commentary on the women's match and like that kind of stuff. And um, so I did listen back for that. And it was all uh, commentary was all like, you know, pretty decent. Um, But like the the thuds and like the smacks from this match did not even come close to the sounds of like what it sounded like gunshots going off when we were in person. Um, They do not translate on TV. You need to be in the crowd to to, to experience an Isaiah Brunner match. Um, so if you haven't been to one yet, you need to get the IW to see him just clobber a motherfucker. That's great. Yeah, I got nothing else to add on this one. Fucking great match, though. I thought Zach Nystrom did a good job. He he did he played counter to a lot of Brunner's stuff, and uh, I look forward to seeing him again. Like, he's starting to grow on me. Um I think he's he's definitely got a, a big future too. So props to him. I'm hoping we see Zach Nystrom and his tech partner because I know he was there. Uh, we've already had an introduction of one, whether the man dime will get a singles match or whether, you know, you just put him with Nystrom and throw him in the tech division. Still waiting for the moment that we officially enter Broner and Jocelyn in the tech division. That would <laughs> That would potentially become my new favorite AIW tag team. Oh, the tag division's pretty deep right now. I don't really think we need more tag teams. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. A match that we kind of thought was going to be the main event, but instead it went on before intermission, which is still a good spot. Derek Dillinger versus Platinum Max Caster. Thoughts on this match? Um, I thought the opening was good. 
especially with the way that it was shot where he was outside the ring, Max Caster, and uh, Derek threw Juzicki on him. It was great. Uh, the back and forth between them was good. Uh, Derek using Ziggy as a weapon before the bell rang was was good stuff. That was, uh, you know, this was a highlight reel for both guys. Derek really got to show everything he had um, against Max, um, hitting like all his moves. Like it was, it was good stuff, man. Like he he did a yeah, he hit everything. He even hit a moonsault in the match, which I thought was going to be the finish. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, Max decided to cheat to get his win so hopefully they run this back down the road uh and we see the reverse decision i'd love to see max back in aw i don't necessarily i want to see him against Derek. i mean if anything i mean the thing that like i was talking about on twitter before is i want to see Derek in creator pro hell it was it was mentioned last week on twitter like who could be a another member of the production if they were to add somebody i'm kind of like halfway Behind the idea of adding Jay George, another director, a little bit different styles. But I will say when it comes to adding another member, I don't know if I want it to be male or female because I could see Jay George, but I could also see like uh, Katie Arquette being added. All right. And I think both fit with the production. I also want, and I said, I think I said this on Twitter, I want Colby Red, have the other original production member come back. Probably won't yeah, happen. Yeah, someone sure of him recently. He looks, uh, he looks like a million bucks. So I think the issue with him is he's not 100% committed because like I've seen him come in and out of wrestling since the production to where like, you don't see him for a while. And then like he pops back up for a little while and it, it could definitely be just a life thing to where he has a lot of other things going on and he tries to fit it in where he can. Okay. But those are like the three of the people that I would love to see out of the production. But all in all, this was definitely like a great time to show what Derek has going up against somebody who is on the national audience level. A lot of people know who he is. We talked about it last week. Didn't pick up the win, but it's going to be one of those things that we're going to look down the road, hopefully one day and go, yeah, like this was the, a moment that really shot Derek up to another level. Yeah, that put me at a two and three for my, my win loss. So didn't get any better for the second half of the night. I am also two and three because I know we both picked Broner. No way I'm not picking Broner. And then I picked Platinum Max. Yeah, you did. And I brought it to the show, but, or I brought it, I was, should say it wasn't my car. I did have a Cherry Starburst C4. No cherries in the production. Summers, come on. Well, I'm not in the production. Yeah, you'll never be with that kind of attitude. Cherry's great. Uh, I do want to try that Skittles one though. Like I, I, I am not an energy drink person anymore. I've been off of them for quite a while, but I would like to try that Skittles one. Cause I like Skittles. I've been looking for it. My Walmart never has C4. The only C4 they have is, um, like the powder, not actual C4, C4, but, um, mixed in with like protein shakes or whatever, like the energy powder. And then I always go to my, my giant Eagle always has C4. For a while, like that's literally the only place I ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked everywhere. I double checked some places like where they might might be because sometimes they put it with energy drinks and then sometimes it's with uh, health food stuff or not health food, but um, like pharmacy area. Nope, didn't have it. And I saw Eric Stevens said he I think he got his from Walmart. And for me, that's crazy because I've never like I said I've never seen C4 in Walmart. So that is 
on my list of like trying to find it. I just checked Speedway today as I was an idiot and said like, I know it's, it snowed a lot, but I was also an idiot earlier today and warmed up my car for like over an hour before saying, you know what, I'm not going into work and, uh, decided to go fill up my tank because I was on E at that point. Um, got stuck on my way coming home, like trying to get back into my parking spot, but I checked my speedway, which is like, literally there's like, you know, there's one really close to me. They didn't have yeah. it. I'm going to check some other speedways. I'm going to try to check maybe a get go and sheets soon to see if I see them pop up. But Eric's review was kind of underwhelming was his opinion. Like it was good, but not like not as good as he thought it was going to be still. I'm always a lot of time. I'm, it's always worth a try because I might like it better, as he would say. The Mountain Dew, the Mountain Dew flavor where they used the, the Skittles was really fucking good. And oh. The last one with Smarties was really good, too. So if it's similar to those, I'll be really happy. Did they officially announce that it was Smarties? No, but no, it's I mean, it was Smarties. Like, there's no way it wasn't. I had enough of them that Smarties or Sweet Tarts. Uh... Which like those to me like those that. are those are very similar except sweet tarts are obviously like a little bit more tart. Yeah, I don't think it was tart enough to be that. I think they were just smarties. But yeah, that's just me. Yeah, maybe next year we'll get sweet tarts and then we'll really know because it'll be tart. So yeah. We'll be like, oh, okay. This makes this one was this okay. Like I remember, uh, I loved the Skittles one. Like that's the one I could not get enough of. Like as soon as I tasted yeah. it, I was like, oh, this is fucking skittles and like i drank the shit out of it and i didn't necessarily drink as many um voodoos this year because i'm like once i f- we narrowed it down of roughly what it was i was like okay i've kind of lost some of the fun i still think i had a couple more and i think which i am in the minority the uh gingerbread one was decent i thought it was all right my aunt uh, I go to my aunt's like usually on Sundays for like our, you know, a dinner because um, we're Italian. So like she would always make sure she had Mountain Dew for me. Well, then she found out I liked that one. So she always made sure like during the summer I have my Baja Blast. Then during the Halloween season, I have the Voodoo. So like I had like one one's item once a week for like three, four months. And then she's like, I can't find them anymore. I was like, yeah, because it was limited to Halloween. She's like, oh. And then I found a whole bunch, like literally the same day at the dollar store. And I'm like, eh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But the, for me, the gingerbread one was perfect for like Christmas. Like, is mm-hmm. it something that like come like the middle of summer? I'm like, man, I really miss it. Like, like, like fucking voodoo too. Am I like, man, I could really go for another gingerbread. No, like, but for like around that time, especially like I saved one for Christmas Eve. Like to me, like, I'm like, ah, oh, that was perfect. Cause like it actually had like, because of the gingerbread, it tasted tasted like today, so I'm fine with it. There's a lot, a lot of hate on that flavor. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I, not something I would drink all the time, but I had one. Before we uh, move on to the next match, it was Platinum Max pinning Derek for the win. And uh, speaking of hate, AIW returned from intermission with 9 to 5 coming out with a uh, presentation, and they brought donuts. None- they were apparently very moist. Were they? I, I, I heard some people got them, but... The girl next to me caught two of them and she said they were moist. So, and she wanted more. I had, I had Pam behind me and she wanted a donut and she didn't get one. So I think there's going to be need one of these shows where 
Uh, I stop and like grab some donuts for everybody. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. But yeah, they, uh, they come out, start like a presentation for the year and everything. And uh, out comes Rip City. And then we got nine to five versus Rip City. How do you, uh, how do yeah, you feel? Rip City showed up and uh, thank God, because, you know, nine to five music was terrible. So everybody always makes the comparison to right to center when they come out. It's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say this. I would much rather listen to nine to five's music, if you want to call it that than the right to censor music, if you want to call it that. Because at least it's just fucking an alarm bell, not a fucking, like, a security alarm going off. But uh, what did you think of Josh Bishop's new haircut? I like it. Uh, it's, uh, I didn't like... I like it. It either needs to be as short as it was, or it needs to be, like, the long, flowing, like, uh, like the Sid style there uh no in between like he's had it before where it was a little bit longer and it just didn't look right so i I either like it really long or i like it short like that so and i don't know why i'm talking about his hair you got me talking about his hair because i asked because that was a change that from him and i actually like it i thought it looked really nice like it not like there was anything wrong with him having short i mean long hair but when i saw the short hair i'm like ooh, like here we go it's fucking it looks a little bit more intense and also, uh, I had to make sure that I threw out a thumbs up for Bishop for, uh, yeah, for Brock. I, I heard that both times and, uh, I was, I was very happy. I knew Brock James would hear it and, uh, be very happy. Good old Brock. I miss him. I can't wait to see him at the next Odeon show. It's been too long. The first time I did it, Pam was like, oh, I just made a comment about that. And, like, I wasn't listening to her. So, like, I didn't necessarily pick it up, but I just kind of, like, thought, like, oh, shit, like, you know, we don't have the thumbs up for Bishop. So, like, we, I waited a little while longer, and then I, like, I looked at Pam, and I was like, ready? One, two, three, and we, we yelled it. But, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, this will kind of go figure exactly how you thought it was going to go. Um, Rip City picking up the victory. Uh, West pinning Lewis Linden. In a way, too, like, it, it make Rip, Rip City look like stars. Yeah, this I felt like this match was like kind of long to come back from break two. Uh, it didn't. It was your you know standard tag match. There was you know they were beaten up. Uh, nine to five kept getting the advantage and uh, that kind of thing. And it like usually I'm used to when we come back from break something like going crazy, getting the crowd popping, and like this did that towards the end. Um, but it, to, to like to get to that point, like we had all that um, all that kind of stuff, you know, just like the build to it was like i was kind of like getting tired although i had also been up since like 6 30 this morning that morning so everything could have been weighing on me at that point plus i was like kind of hungry because his wings didn't like really hold me over much so then mm. i was like you know but uh yeah the the finish uh enjoyed i like that we got some match announcements out of it which i'm assuming we're going to talk about here um but yeah one uh i figured we were getting because recently on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, uh, Brian Myers kind of mentioned that he wanted a a match with Josh Bishop, but Wes called out Matt Cardona for that show uh, for a shot of the titles. So we got Cardona versus Wes and Bishop versus Myers. Yeah, gonna be a gonna be a good show. Looking looking forward to it. I forgot that was the double shot weekend. So we got that, and then the next day we got uh, Toy Ohio. So yep. No, oh, I didn't double check. Do I work to Ohio? I don't. Thank God. Because <laughs> I'd have to find a way to get out of it. 
gonna go hang out with Danhausen, eat some barbecue for the second day in a row, and uh, maybe chill with Stacy if he's there for a little bit. So you know, my, my usual. I'll see how how I do with this one. Like the last show, I did not spend as much money as I normally do. I bought my Shawn Michaels figure that I've been looking for, and uh, I bought another Danhausen micro brawler. Yeah, I'll probably spend some money uh, at Danhausen's booth like I always do, uh, just because. But, like, I don't really have anything I'm looking for right now. Like, everything that I want figure-wise is probably, like, I have either pre-ordered or I'm not going to spend, like, that much money because, like, I'm literally going to New York in a couple days and I'm going to uh, Wrestling Universe there. Um, So I'm afraid what I'm going to spend there. And then, like, not long after the AIW show and Toy Ohio, we have owa so like i'm gonna be strapped so i just gotta be good and not try to spend too much money the next month <laughs> yeah i think for me it's not like i'm not necessarily looking for as much if dan Housen has his new chase micro brawler i might pick that up um i might get my new one signed even though i have a cheat for that if i wanted to because you can take off the cases on old ones and i have two of his second one signed, and I could literally just put the and then put it in a different case, right. and I ha- already have it signed. But uh, I'll probably do my normal v- uh, look for VHSs at the same spot, see if they have anything new. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I might look for some Turtles VHSs because those seem to pop up there. But other than that, like I don't have much that I'm looking for. But I could I could easily be surprised on something. Yeah, I just got to get like two different magazines signed by Dan Housen. And, um, I guess let's see what he has there. Like if he has another, uh, commanders in crisis, if he still has any of those, I might snag one of those, another one of those. Cause the one I do have the signature got like messed up on. So yeah, these meet and greet lines are going to be crazy. Yeah. Think, I mean, like, uh, there's Dan house and Brian Myers fucking, um, gallows, Scarlet Bordeaux. Oh, Scarlet Bordeaux. Fuck. Forgot about her. Uh, powerhouse Ops. I have a my Scarlet figure that I need signed. Ethan That's Page. on my list. Ethan, we forgot Ethan Page. Oh shit! Yeah, there's, fuck Ethan Page. Ohio, so him and Danhausen, like that's the other thing. Like they'll have that exclusive Danhausen Ethan Page print that I'll probably snag. So I got a card of Ethan Page that I need signed. I might try to get a soundbite from him that day because he might give it to me. Fuck. Because <laughs> I'm also thinking like the day before with AIW, like meet and greet. I I wanted at the last show. At the last hell on earth, I wanted to do a meet and greet with Cardona where I'm wearing like all my Broski of the Week stuff because I have a headband and I bought the shirt for it, but I got fucked over by someone stealing my package or I got misdelivered and I didn't have it for the show. So I was going to do it this time, but I also have some other ideas for pictures that I want. Uh, I found out uh, Brian Myers doesn't really care for Jingle All the Way, so I thought of like the picture that I have with Cardona of like the Chris Farley shirt. I wear my Turbo Man shirt and do the same thing. But then I could also wear the Chris Farley shirt with Brian Myers because he's a, obviously a huge Farley fan, as was mentioned in the interview. Like, Kind of like I could take a picture maybe with me and him together flicking off Cardona while I'm wearing that shirt. I don't know. Just shit that I've been thinking about of what I want to do meet great wise. Anyway, let's... Uh, with our intermission, let's go on to uh, yeah more, more, more wrestling talk. Move on to the next one. This match, I thought, would weird would come back from intermission with, like, maybe technically 
we quote kind of did because there was uh, the nine to five match that was not unannounced. But Johnny Patch versus Uncle Chase Burnett versus Riley Rose versus replacing TKD Bobby Orlando. Yeah, that popped me because as soon as I heard the goat, I was like, wait, what? Because he, he, I did that out of, out of order. He came out second. So at first I thought it might have been Uncle Chase, but no, it's fucking Bobby Orlando. And Bobby has actually been to AIW. He was—I don't think it was New Talent Initiative. He was the Akron Rubber City Show. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I just pulled up Cage Match because I was going to double check the show that Bobby Orlando was on, and I was going to use his his hyperlink from the Ether Show. They have TKD in the match. Nice. So I don't know where the fuck they got that result from, but no, it was Bobby Orlando instead. Some shoddy reporting from a cage match. I swear they, they get their results from somewhere else and just fill it in, but I don't know who. I used to think it was PW Ponderings, but I could be wrong. Way to go, Lewis. I said I could be wrong. I know. You'll never hear this anyway. It's fine. Um, Thoughts on this match? This got the energy up. There's all kinds of crazy flips and dives, and I was really enjoying the uh, everything happening. The goat did a dive. got elbow dropped uh like i was telling i I mentioned this online like i would there's something about bobby orlando like i've seen him before a bunch of times but like it just didn't translate like it does in person like that just all the little things that he does uh really made me like he really looked like uh, a star in this match like everything he hit the way like he reacted to stuff like everything came off great he really impressed me um seeing him live uh Riley Rose uh, showed out again, like he had, you know, his great stuff. Chase Burnett really did a great job. Uh, he hit that really crazy looking pile driver um, that that really popped me. And uh, Johnny Patch got the win, which surprising, like, yeah, I guess he is technically Mr. Winchester, uh, as they were calling him. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll start seeing him on uh, other shows eventually. Did I make a reference to calling him Mr. Winchester in the preview? Uh uh, I think I heard it on the AIW podcast, honestly. Okay. Because I know for me, I associate a lot of these recent Winchester shows with him in a good way. So I couldn't remember if I said something, heard something, because I, I haven't watched the, uh, rewatched the show to hear the commentary. And I, I was right. Bobby Orlando was at the Rubber City show, which were, were you at that one? No. I didn't start going full time until 2019. Yeah, 2019. Because I think I was like at Hell on Earth 2018. And then I started going full time in 2019 to all the main shows. I didn't go to the Winchester until recent. Trying to see if this is who I think it is who uh, he debuted against because he had a, he was in a tag team match with CPA. So obviously I know CPA, but who he faced no i think it's a different tag team they faced a tag team called the industry and i was thinking the infantry yeah it seems like seems like they uh, don't really get out of probably like texas anyway because i thought that'd be crazy because we're gonna see the infantry at owa going against the main event i love uncle chase like him and bobby just stood out so much in this match and chase is somebody i want to see more I want to see fucking more of him. 
Yeah, it's nice to have comedy in, and like back in AIW matches. Like that's something we've been lacking since Danhausen's been gone. Um, we don't see it that much anymore. And I really, really like when we have comedy uh, mixed into our wrestling, not just hardcore stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, those two really stood out. Uh, you know, Riley Rose was Riley Rose, and Johnny Patch has shown what he what he can do. And it was uh, you know him pinning. Uncle Chase for the win. And if I'm correct, we did Uncle Chase get a uh, please come back chant? I think uh, him and Bobby Orlando did. When I, uh, earlier when I talked about meet and greets after the show, I went and got a picture with Bobby Orlando. Because it's, it's I've learned through all these years of going to AW shows, like if, if an opportunity presents yourself to get a picture of somebody, try to take it. And I will admit, Maybe like... get a, a, a. I think the only one that got a please come back was Hoodfoot. I don't remember if they got one in the four-way. I can't remember. Well, I hope they they do come back. Yes. Definitely Hoodfoot. Definitely fucking Hoodfoot. But I think these two, um, some more scramble matches or whatnot, could be so much fun. But yeah, like I said, after the show, got the picture with him and try to get pictures with wrestlers. Don't regret it. Because I, like, I will admit, like I don't have a picture with Filthy, and I need one. And I don't know why. If there's so many wrestlers that I'm like, oh, I'll get them next time. Or like... I don't place them high on my list at like that particular point. Like maybe I'm getting pictures with anybody else, but I've seen Bobby a couple of times. And I think the last time we seen him was uh, at a company that's no longer around. So seeing how that was a couple of years ago, it's like, fuck, he might not come back here because he's, he's another one. He's a creative pro guy and I want to see more creative pro guys. And I don't know what I'm getting out there. So that's why I got it. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. Brian Carson and Casey Carrington, the fourth versus some like no name tag team. Are they new? Members only. I've never heard of them. Well, that's unfortunate for you because they're a really good tag team. So, did they win? Have they won? Well, Casey Carrington and <laughs> Brian Carson hadn't won until this match. So, be talking too much shit. And it wasn't even them that really did what they needed to do to get the win so it was it was their little buddy ethan Wright. so well i'm not i'm not saying the other team's good you're, you're throwing up that these two guys are good they're good tag team yeah. why have they won no how are they good Sometimes they're still good you can't you can't equate you can't equate being good with victories because the shit's predetermined justin so that doesn't work you can't do that it's not how that works and those Owen sixteen Browns were really good, really good. Not, and so, anyway, uh, we started off with this match uh, with, really, with it with it being uh, what it didn't even really get started. <laughs> I mean, it was what maybe a minute, two minutes. Well, that see if you, you listen, I'll get to the point of ah, this match. The, the the bell rang. It started off, so we started off with this match, and then. Ethan Wright came out because I don't think it was an official disqualification, but Dom came out for the save and got a six-man tag match out of it. So, yes, we started off with the four, turned into a six-man. And what were your thoughts on this match? Uh, it was fun watching uh, them get the shit beat out of them. Um, and then, you know, they pulled some bullshit and uh, uh, not happy, not happy with it. Well, it was seeing them get the shit beat out of them and them getting the win. 
of Casey Carrington, Brian Carson, and Ethan Wright. It was nice to see Dom wrestle again, though. I always enjoy watching Dom wrestle, and teaming with uh, members only was cool. So they're adding different elements to the story that they're telling, which is cool. Hopefully we see uh, Eric Stevens maybe come and uh, help out down the road. Maybe. Can dream, right? We can dream. No, we can dream. I would uh, like to see somebody else too, but definitely I can dream. Uh, It was uh, Casey Carrington pinning Dominic Arini for the win. So clarification, that was Casey Carrington pinning Dominic Greening. One, two, three. Move on to the next match. Next up, we have the Duke versus Levi Everett for the Golden Haas boot. I I really thought we were going to get it. I really thought Levi was going to pull this off. He could have if, you know, the the Bitcoin boys weren't uh, little interfering children and uh, cost poor Levi the match. Yeah, I think uh, that's basically what we're going to get when it comes to the Duke defending the boot. Someone has to come prepared. Someone has to be able to have some sort of backup to balance out Bitcoin. Yeah. But a fun match nonetheless. See how long it was. A little under 11 minutes. Duke went a little bit longer than I thought he was going to go. There's something about that, that dynamic of Bitcoin being outside. I think it's really... it's really adds to their character. Like fucking Mikey with that loud-ass fucking scream yell, <laughs> which I love every time. And then Eric, too. Both, like, both, two, both of them looking like a million bucks. I don't care what anybody says about them looking like they're ready for school pitchers. They look like they belong with the Duke, hands down. Any other thoughts on this match? No. Uh, I think this puts us... Uh, where's this put us in our rankings? Okay, we came. Uh, what was it? Intermission. We were two and three. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who I picked for the four way. I, I, I might have picked. I think you picked Johnny Patch. Okay, so I got that one right. Mm-hmm. I, I I picked the TKD, and obviously he wasn't in the match, so my pick would go to Bobby Orlando, and then he didn't win. So, um, and then I picked Levi, and I think you picked Levi too, right? I'm pretty sure I picked Levi. Yeah, and then you pick Carrington and Brian Carson, and I pick members only. So, so I believe I'm at four and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that adds up. Our, our main event four, four, and one technically. Yeah, but I don't. I don't even count the like unannounced match. You can't pick on something that's unannounced, so it doesn't right. go as a wash. It's just like from our picks. Just like if you were to, you were to pick football games, but you only picked like certain ones. Like the ones that you didn't pick won't count against you. It's just like you in your picks, you went blah blah. So currently we're four and four. You're four and four. I'm two and six going into the the main event. So yeah, it was uh, the Duke Penn and Levi for the win. Let's move on to the main event. Kaplan versus the motherfucking Hoodfoot, and it was announced that it would be held under intense rules. It's the only way to do it. Fuck yeah. This, uh, as much as I would love to have seen Derek and Max be the main event, I'm fine with this being where it was. And it really fits the craziness that we get in the Winchester. We forgot to mention, too, during the fucking nine to five match, when Wes threw, I think it was Lewis Linden into the wall and fucking put a hole in it. Yeah, that did happen. Whoops. It reminded me of the, uh, walk this way video 
was waiting Steven Tyler to pop out and sing a verse. <laughs> but yeah, this, this fucking match was crazy. And fuck, I love it. Uh, I think Hoodfoot proved that he fits in the NWA. I don't want to necessarily say he belongs, but he fits. And we want him and we accepted him. Hopefully this is just the beginning for him. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's so many dream matchups with him now. Like, when you think about it, like, um, that I'd love to see him go up against in AIW. Like, Hoodfoot and Bishop would be insane. Um, I mean, just looking at people on here, Hoodfoot and Browner would be awesome. Hoodfoot versus the Duke for the Golden Boot. Um, Hoodfoot against Derek Dillinger. Like, holy shit, all those matches would be dope. But fucking Crazy Man Kaplan. He is he is ready for that intense title. He is he has been going fucking crazy, and uh, honestly, he's really picked up where you know Justice hasn't been around. He has been the the intense uh, wrestler of the of the moment that is you know gunning for that belt. So I mean, Kaplan versus Cardona could be a thing we see soon. Maybe. I think we, we got, at least for the, the Haas boot, we got a nice uh, contender list going of people who we'd love to see go up against the Duke. Like, fucking Hoodfoot, Broner, uh, Chuck Stone. That's just people that we've mentioned on this episode. There's, there's more. Shit, yeah, Kaplan could go for the fucking Haas boot if he wanted to. And I don't think, even with Bitcoin, I don't think they there's enough of, they could do enough to fucking stop Kaplan if he really wanted it. Any uh, any thoughts on this match? Like, I thought it was great. Um, well, a big chunk of it took place right in front of me, out in the crowd, so yep. that was cool. Um, I took several chairs to the to the legs this night, uh, and I would do it again. So, uh, this, I mean, other than the whole ground being slippery after their beer fight, um, that's that's really my main thoughts, man. This this match was just fucking wild. It was exactly what we expected a wild brawl, like them starting off in the ring and everybody just chaining AIW from the start. And then like the spear to Hoodfoot uh, from Kaplan to the outside through the ropes was fucking wild. And then it just got crazier from there. Just kept amping it up till the end. Yeah. And it was uh Kaplan pinning Hoodfoot for the win. And like we kind of mentioned earlier, Hoodfoot got a welcome back to him. Now welcome back. Why did they put welcome back? Please come back. No one pointed that out on my tweet that I fucked up. Summers edit that. <laughs> If I could only edit the tweet, because I actually wrote, gets a welcome back chant, because I'm trying to tweet and everything going on. I told you, man, you need to to, to be like, you need to pre-prep those the the match announcement tweets so you don't have to worry about it as you rush to try to get the next one because you know the next match is coming. The way you could take your time doing the who won, because you know, outside of like a, a match not being announced, like you knew the nine, so you could have like got all those like put ready in your um drafts and your drafts and then that way you just gotta hit it and boom boom uh the, the there's a part of me that number one likes to tweet them out in order as in the next match tweet always is tweeted of how they they came out but then there's also the fact of which granted easy edit card subject to change like oh tkd nope bobby Orlando. Which, you know, easy edit, but but also too, this was at the end of the the show. So add in like me being tired and everything that I knew I meant please come back. Yeah. But yeah. Hoodfoot got a please come back champ. 
I mean, it's not like people read these tweets like they used to. Because, I mean, I've, uh, I remember many times tweeting out, like, maybe the wrong person. Or I think one time in a tag team match, I tagged the same wrestler twice for a team. But now we have IWTV and people doing gifts and everything where, yeah, like, these tweets are getting swept under the rug. Not as many people are paying attention to them. But anyway, uh, any final thoughts on the show? Uh, it was a fun Thursday night. Uh, if I ever do another one, I'll probably have to call off on Friday because I was so, so tired trying to go to work the next day. I could barely keep my eyes open to get to work. And I was miserable all day. So uh, that was a learning experience. Um, if I go to an AIW show, I usually need like a 10 hour nap after to recoup. So there is something that I've always said that at least for me, when it comes to most wrestling shows that I feel like the next day I have a hangover. Cause like just, it's just, it's just that same feeling of a hangover. Granted, it's not necessarily about drinking or any of that, but being a part of those type of shows and atmospheres. And then like the next morning, you just, you just kind of feel hungover and it's a, I've heard many people call it a wrestling hangover and to have to go to work the next day sucked. Luckily it was only Friday on a week that I didn't have to work Saturday. So I was like, great. I just have to get through Friday and Friday wasn't too terrible for me. So I I've had worse during the week of maybe not getting as, as enough sleep and then literally have it be a, a two energy drink day for me when I know I shouldn't drink that second one, but it's like, I need, Something because I'm just dragging ass. Yeah. All right. Uh, final thoughts, last minute plugs before we go. Uh, check out if you catch my grift. Uh, this week we did an episode on the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, and his whole shitty family and how they've scammed the government and poor people out of millions of dollars. Um, IWTV guy this week had CPA on. And uh, so if you want to listen to Jay Gold and CPA, uh, ignore Jayhawk and just talk for a really long time. Check that out. I'm, I'm kidding. They, it was, they discussed a creator pro show. Uh, it was very good. I edited it this morning and put it out since, yeah, I wait. I just know day as well. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore butters. Uh, that's all I got. And of course, you can find myself at Summers 330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Much you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as. All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, Add Odds with Wrestling, Best in the World podcast, Marks with Mikes. This ends at Prom and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Good Company, Heart of Gold, Toy Hiya Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, 
stay tough, smoke and Jay's barbecue, and be sure to use the 10% off code when you order of cheers. So you can save yourself a little money. Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And please come back, not welcome back, later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet, praying in your day, in the middle of the week, and you gotta love the show, yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast, talking wrestling in Ohio, finishing a cold one, take a load off, we ain't all about the prohibition like Josh, so we cheers, and then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp, like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold, Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week